morning, everybody. Uh, and Josan, Josan, do you want to use that? Uh, I I don't want to use this thing. Thank you. You can use that. Can I just say congratulations and the Lord bless you, those of you who were baptised this morning. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, may I just pray for us? Father, thank you for this uh, beautiful day you have given us to worship you. Thank you that we are so precious to you. And we thank you for our dear ones who were baptised this morning in profession of their faith. Keep them safe, Lord, and grow them to be more and more Christ followers of yourself. We ask that you'll open our eyes and our hearts to your word right now. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So as we continue our series this morning through First Thessalonians, and uh, we want to look at chapter 4 this morning. As we look at this chapter, we can see that this chapter is divided into two main parts. The first part in, in verses 1 to 12, the Apostle Paul covers various practical exhortations and teachings on Christian living. The second part of this chapter from verses 13 to 18, Paul teaches about the second coming of Christ. And you notice that this, this particular teaching on the second coming of Christ flows into chapter 5 as well. So in the first part of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 1 to 8, Paul exhorts his people to avoid sexual immorality. I want you to notice that he is not writing to correct or to rebuke this type of behaviour. But rather he was writing to prevent this kind of, uh, these kinds of failures from happening to these young believers. So notice in, ver in verses uh, 1 to, to, to verse 3, it says this, for, the, for other matters, brothers and sisters, we instructed you how to live in order to please God, as in fact you are living. Um, now we ask you and urge you in the Lord Jesus to do this more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. Verse 3, it is God's will that you should be sanctified and that you should avoid sexual immorality. 
喺第四章一至三節咧，聖經咁講嘅：沒了弟兄們，我們靠着主耶穌求你們，勸你們。既然你們領受了我們的教導，知道該怎樣行事為人，討上帝的喜悦，其實你們也正這樣行。我勸你們要更加努力。你們原知道，我們凡憑主耶穌傳給你們什麼命令。第三節，上帝嘅旨意就是要你們成為聖潔，遠避淫行。So the church back then, as it really is today, was surrounded by low moral standards. 啊，當時甚至係而家嘅教會咧，都係俾呢啲唔好嘅道德標準咧包圍住嘅。So these new believers in Christ had come out of a society and out of a culture. Where sexual purity was virtually an unknown practice. Ah, these 新信嘅教徒咧，当时系一个咧，诶，并唔系好注重圣洁嘅社会同埋文化嘅。It was also an age where marriage vows were so easily disregarded and divorce so disastrously easy to obtain. 呢个咧，亦都系婚姻誓言咧，好容易俾诶忽视。同埋當時係有好多離婚嘅個案嘅。And sadly, we don't see much change in our society today. 誒誒，抱憾嘅就係而家我哋都冇乜見到誒有咩改變。In the country of Greece, says one writer, immorality had always been so blatant. 誒，有一個作家咧，佢就咁講嘅，喺希臘咧，唔道德咧係一直都係公開嘅。He went on to say that. It was not uncommon for a man to visit prostitutes, to keep mistresses, and to have a wife to give him children and to keep his home in order. He continues to say that he has seen that men visit p r o So this was the kind of society that these young Thessalonian believers had come out of. And these were the reasons that the Apostle Paul teaches them in these verses. In verse three, for example, it is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality. 呢個就係點解保羅喺第三節教導當時嘅使徒咧，就係誒上帝嘅旨意就是要你們成為聖潔，遠避淫行。He says it's God's will for you to be sanctified. Now sanctified means that these believers are to be separated, separate from that kind of lifestyle and culture, and be set apart. 誒，上帝嘅旨意咧就係要我哋成聖。咁成聖咧就意味住咧信徒咧係要與嗰種生活嘅方式同埋文化咧係分開嘅。So as believers in Christ, we and they were called to come out of that kind of lifestyle and to be made holy unto God through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. 所以我哋身為誒門徒咧，我哋咧就要同嗰種生活方式咧同埋文化係要分開、分隔開嚟。咁咧我哋。透過主耶穌基督嘅流血咧，係成聖嘅。So to be sanctified means to be called out by God and set apart for Him。誒，成聖嘅意思咧，就係誒由上帝嘅召喚咧，係同嗰種唔好嘅生活方式咧，係分隔開來
Verse 7 and 8 says this, For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. Therefore, oh sorry, therefore anyone who rejects this instruction does not reject a human being, but God, the very God who gives you his Holy Spirit. Bible commentator T. Shenton, he brings a relevant description of how these verses apply to our own society today. He says our society is flooded with images that are designed to entice and seduce. Newspapers, magazines and other electronic media exploit the female body. Advertisements, advertisements are often suggestive and even films for young people are regarded as incomplete unless they have a sex scene in there. 他說我們現在的社會充滿著自在引誘和遊惑的圖像報紙、雜誌和其他電子的媒體都時時利用女性的身體或者廣告是具有暗示的性愛假如沒有性愛場面那些年輕人的電影就好像未做完所以要很注意
our way through this moral minefield、uh, of a computer-driven and generated world. 可以咧引導我哋咧走過呢個咧係誒誒道德誒有關係嘅呢個電腦嘅世界。So we can't pretend it's not happening. We can't escape from it. We need to navigate our way through it by the power of the Holy Spirit who gives us His wisdom. 我哋就唔可以逃避當佢唔存在啦。但係咧，憑住聖靈嘅幫助咧，我哋可以係誒走過呢個誒電腦嘅世界。And my dear friends, we need to teach our children as well. 誒同埋咧誒，我哋係要教導我哋嘅新聞仔。Paul's instruction is so very relevant for us today. 誒，保羅嘅誒教導咧嘅指示咧，同我哋今日咧係相當有關嘅。Verse four and then verses five to seven says this. That each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honourable, not in passionate lust like the pagans who do not know God. And then verse seven: For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. 誒呢個帖撒羅尼加前書四章四節至到五節同埋第七節咧咁講嘅，佢話要你們各人知道。怎樣用聖潔、尊貴控制自己的身體，不放縱私欲的邪情，像不認識上帝的外邦人。上帝召我們，本不是要我們沾染污穢，而是要我們聖潔。And then we have in verses nine to twelve, the apostle Paul moves from a negative. Uh, negative exaltation to avoid sexual immorality to a positive exaltation to love one another. 誒喺第九至到十二節咧，保羅嘅教導咧，由從呢個消極嘅態度咧，去避免私欲邪情，而轉向咧積極嘅態度，鼓勵佢哋要彼此相愛。I don't want to spend a lot of time in this particular part of God's word here、uh, on this topic. Because as we can see again, the Apostle Paul is not writing to correct or to rebuke their practices, but again to encourage them to continue in their love for one another, and to do this more and more. 誒，我唔想花太多嘅時間喺呢個話題度啦，但係我哋可以再次咁睇到咧，保羅咧並唔係為咗要糾正或者咧係責備佢哋，而係要鼓勵佢哋咧繼續彼此更加相愛嘅。So verses nine and ten says this. Now about your love for one another, we do not need to write to you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love each other, and in fact you do love all of God's family throughout Macedonia. Yet we urge you, brothers and sisters, to do so more and more. 誒第九同第十節係咁講嘅，佢話有關弟兄間嘅手足之情。不用人寫信給你們，因為你們自己蒙了上帝的教導，要彼此相愛。你們向全馬其頓的眾弟兄固然是這樣行，但我勸弟兄們要更加努力。So this kind of Christ-like love Paul teaches in verses 11 and 12 should produce in the believer the desire. To live quietly and to work diligently. 咁咧就誒誒
，保羅咧教導呢個喺十一、十二節呢度呢個愛咧，喺信徒嘅身上咧，應該有願望咧，係去誒、呃、過呢個安靜嘅生活，努力咁去工作。Thereby bearing a consistent witness and testimony before the world that Jesus Christ is alive and that His Spirit indwells us who believe. 咁咧，因此咧，喺耶穌基督活著呢個世界面前咧，我哋係可以有一個一貫嘅見證。佢嘅靈咧，將會住喺我哋信靠佢嘅人之中。我哋咧係指望住基督嘅第二次來臨。And that His people live in the certain hope of Christ's second coming。佢嘅子民咧係住喺佢嘅第二次嚟呢個指望之中。This is the ultimate hope that we all have: that Jesus is coming back again. Amen. Amen. 呢個就係我哋誒最後嘅指望咧，就係誒主耶穌基督會第二次嚟臨嘅。And can I ask you this morning: is this your hope? 我想問下大家咧，呢個係咪你嘅希望咧？你嘅指望咧 ？This is exactly what the Apostle Paul now speaks about in verses 13 to 18, which also runs into chapter 5, verses 1 to 10. 呢、这個就係使徒保羅咧喺十三節去到十八節，同埋咧去到第五章嗰度所講嘅。So let's look at it again in chapter four, verses thirteen to fourteen. We read these words, brothers and sisters. We do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe. That Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in Him. 誒誒，聖經咁講嘅，佢話：弟兄們，至於已睡了的人，我們不願意你們不知道，恐怕你們憂傷，像那些沒有指望的人一樣。既然我們信耶穌死了復活了，那些已經在耶穌裏睡了的人。上帝也必將他們與耶穌一同帶來。So the apostle Paul wanted to reassure these new believers。所以誒，使徒保羅咧應誒係希望咧可以誒誒對於呢啲咁嘅新信者咧係加強佢哋嘅。Those who had lost loved ones and friends in death, that they would not miss out on anything to do with Christ's second coming. 啊，對於嗰啲咧，因為誒死亡咧，失去咗親人或者係朋友嘅新信徒咧，或者佢哋自己嘅生命係有危險嘅咧，保羅叫佢哋放心嘅。Nor should the ones who are alive be afraid of their lives being taken from them。或者嗰啲誒自己生命係有危險嗰啲咧，誒亦都係可以放心。For the Bible teaches us that for the believer in Christ who dies。誒聖經咁樣教導我哋嘅嗰啲信嘅人咧，佢死咗咧。The Apostle Paul uses a most beautiful description, a descriptive term, as we see here in this in this scripture, those who have fallen asleep in Him。誒，使徒保羅咧用咗一個好美麗嘅描述嘅，佢就係話嗰啲誒瞓咗瞓著咗嘅人。This simply yet profoundly means that for the Christian. When they die, the body sleeps in the grave. 
啊，咁咧就呢個根本咧就係意味住咧，誒對於基督徒嚟講咧，當佢哋喺墳墓中死亡嘅時候咧，佢哋嘅身體咧係喺度瞓緊覺嘅。It's interesting because、uh, the word for cemetery actually means a sleeping place。啊，佢話咧嗰個墳墓咧嗰個其實嗰個字嘅意思咧就係一個瞓覺嘅地方。So in Christ the body sleeps until it is resurrected。所以喺誒基督裏邊咧，誒當人死咗咧，佢個身體咧就係喺度瞓緊覺。But the soul, your inner person, your spirit, immediately goes to be with Christ。但係你個靈魂咧，係立時咧係同誒基督咧同在嘅。The body sleeps in the grave, but your spirit is immediately transported into the presence of Christ。你個身體咧就喺度瞓緊覺。但係你個靈魂咧係會被提升咧，同基督係一齊嘅。And this is what Paul meant when he wrote to the Corinthians in his second letter. These words in Second Corinthians chapter five, verses six and eight, we read this: Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. 哥林多后书五章，诶、呃、六诶、呃、六章系咁讲嘅。佢话：我们总是勇敢的，并且知道，只要我们住在这身体内，就是离开了主。我们勇敢咁情愿离开身体，与主同住。And verse eight says, "We are confident, I say, and would prefer." To be away from the body and at home with the Lord. 啊，我哋勇敢，亦都咧情愿咧系离开个身体，同主耶稣喺一齐。So the body sleeps, the spirit is in the presence of Jesus for the believer. 所以系信徒嚟讲咧，个身体系瞓咗觉，但系个灵魂咧系同主耶稣一齐。Can you see then that this is the hope that we have in Christ? 你哋睇唔睇到我哋喺基督里边嘅指望咧 ？And this is why we don't grieve like those outside of Christ would grieve。就呢个咧就系点解我哋唔会好似其他冇指望嘅人，一定系悲伤嘅。Sorry， we have this hope， 我哋有呢个希望 ，because of Jesus， but those outside of Christ do not have that hope。因为我哋系有主耶稣基督，所以我哋有呢个指望，其他嘅人咧就冇啦。We still grieve and we are saddened by those that we lose, lost what a loved ones. When we lose them, we we still grieve, and so we should. 誒，我哋咧仍然咧就係因為我哋喪失咗親人咧，會感到悲傷嘅。而我哋亦都係應該感到悲傷嘅。But the big difference is that we know because of what Christ has done for us that we will meet our loved ones again. 但係唔同嘅咧，就係因為我哋喺主耶穌基督裏邊咧，我哋會係再次見面嘅，唔會同其他嗰啲咧冇指望嘅人一樣咁悲傷。And so we don't grieve like those who don't have this same glorious hope。啊，我哋唔會學佢哋一樣咁悲傷。Therefore we take every opportunity to share this hope with others as we are called to do。所以咧，我哋藉住呢個機會咧，與佢哋咧係分享呢一個希望嘅
In many ways, those who are baptised this morning are sharing this hope that they have in Christ with everybody else. 今天受洗的幾個人都是一樣,我們分享了他在基督裡面的見證。The Apostle Peter writes these words, 1 Peter 3:15-16, he reminds us as Christians, as believers, he says, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. And again, I want to remind us, do you have this hope in you today? Nothing is more important than for you to have this hope in Jesus Christ today. That you know that you have this hope because of what Jesus did, that his that death is not the end for you, but it is a glorious transition into or translation into the very presence of Christ. Then in verses from verses 14 to 18, Paul begins to describe what we sometimes call the rapture of the church. And because of this fact that every believing soul who dies goes to be with the Lord, Jesus will therefore on that day bring with him all those precious ones who have gone ahead of us. And so Paul continues to describe what I call this glorious big picture in verses 15 and 16. Paul says this, according to the Lord's word, we will tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. There's that wonderful description again. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. This wonderful description reminds me of the painting by Michelangelo on the front wall of the Sistine Chapel in the Vatican in Rome. Right 
Rosemary and I visited Rome a few years ago and we saw this painting. And the painting is related to the second coming of Christ and is called The Last Judgment. And so as crowds of people filed into the chapel, they go through the door, the front door, and they walk down to the end and they go out the rear door. And as they walk down behind them is this huge painting called the Last Judgment of the Second Coming of Christ. This is the big picture. And our tour guide said to us, I want you to step back, turn around, lift up your eyes and see the big picture. And in a similar way, I see the Apostle Paul painting, uh, not with a brush, but with God's words, this big picture. Paul paints this big picture with the word of God of Christ coming down from heaven with a loud command and the trumpet call. And so we see in this picture the resurrected bodies, firstly, of those who have fallen asleep, rising up from the, rising up from the grave. And as they rise out of their graves, they are reunited with their spirit, with their soul that Christ has brought with him from heaven. It's a mysterious picture. So you have a new body rising up and the person, the real person, joining with that body in the air to meet with Jesus. It's very difficult to comprehend, but what a glorious picture it is. And I believe that this is the backdrop to the backdrop of Christ's second coming against which God wants all of his people to view all of life's circumstances. And there's more to come because Paul then says in verse 17 of chapter 4, after that we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will be with the Lord forever.
to the believers in Corinth, Paul, in a similar way, paints this same picture. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verses 51 to 52, the Word of God teaches us this. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, there's that word again, but we will all be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will all be changed. It's interesting to note as you read this that the Apostle Paul includes himself among those who are still alive when Christ returns. So it seems to me then um, that, uh, and suggesting to me that as far as Paul was concerned, this event that, that we know as the rapture of the church, uh, which is, which is he, he includes himself in all those who will be caught up to meet with the Lord in the air. And so it depends on what view of the second coming that you have, but to me it's suggesting that the rapture of the church could happen at any time. So it's my particular view that the second coming of Christ, the, the rapture of the church, if you like, uh, means that there is no other prophecy that needs to be fulfilled before Jesus calls his church to himself. Having said that, I think it's also important to say we need to respect the views of other Christians who hold a biblical view that's different to ours. But what I want us to see here this morning and what I believe Paul wants the suffering believers at Thessalonica to see and, and to focus on. It's the big picture that Jesus Christ is coming again. And that's the background against which we all need to view our world and our circumstances. And I'm talking about things that not only bring us joy and gladness, gladness in our lives, but also the painful things. 
啊，佢亦都唔係淨係講緊咧，係誒話叫我哋睇下呢個世界裏邊咧係誒啲好嘅、開心嘅同埋幸福嘅嘢。So the big picture of Christ's return gives us hope, though we face painful times, though we face things that are horrible. Painful things,、uh, the suffering, the persecution, the injustice, the greed, the corruption, the immorality which we face in our world today. Uh, uh, So all these things that you and I suffer, and some of you are today, this this big picture that I believe that we must view all of our circumstances against that backdrop. That's what gives us this certain hope. 就呢啲誒呢一幅咁大嘅圖畫咧，呢個大局咧，就係喺呢個背景之下咧，我哋嚟去面對呢啲誒逆境嘅。So we are to,、um, as the guide told us in the Sistine Chapel, we need to step back. We need to lift up our eyes to Jesus and see the big picture. Ah, 好似凡禮光嗰幅畫咁講，個導遊同我哋咁講啦。佢話誒，我哋要退後一步啦，抬起我哋眼睛啦，睇下呢個大局。And my dear brothers and sisters, as we do that, as we live in the reality of this this wonderful hope that we have as believers, of this certain future that we have, then I believe as we live in this reality. Uh, we can fulfil those words that the apostle Paul gives us at the very end of this chapter, and that's verse 18. He says, "Because of all of these things that you know and believe," he says, "therefore encourage each other with these words." Ah, so then, in this big picture, this big picture, we are in this beautiful dream vision, we can complete what the Apostle Paul said in verse 18. He said, "So you must use these words." This is a powerful message that we have as a church. This is a powerful message that we have as a church. This is a powerful message that we have as a church. 咁咧有其他人咧需要聽到呢個信息㗎，佢哋咧係需要從我哋口中咧聽到呢個信息。And as a church, we need to encourage each other with God's words. Amen. 啊，咁我哋教教會之中咧，我哋大家亦都要互相鼓勵去做呢樣嘢。Let's pray. Yeah. 我哋一齊禱告。Father, thank you for this time we've shared together with you. 誒，父神，感謝你呢個時間咧，我哋可以同你一齊咧分享。We thank you that Jesus, you are the living word. Ah, 感谢主耶稣，你系活嘅话。And just as the disciples said to you, there is nowhere else we can go because you have the words of eternal life. Ah, 就因为你咧系有永生呢个说话俾我哋。So teach us to know your word. 教导我哋可以明白你嘅话语。To grow in the knowledge of your word. 喺你嘅知識裏邊咧，我哋可以成長。And Father, that we might encourage each other with these words as the day of Jesus comes closer. 嚇，當主耶穌基督嚟呢個日子越嚟越近咧，我哋互相係可以鼓勵。So may we we be living in the expectation that that day could be any time. 我哋有咁嘅指望，呢一日咧可能任何時期都會嚟到。And we thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen. 奉主嘅名求，阿門。Amen. Thank you. Thanks.